watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work. I'ma say today, I'ma say today. You just sit back and watch me work. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. My name is David Johnson. I am your host. Across from me is the co-host of this show, Wayne Hattrick with Web. Wayne, how you feeling? How was your weekend? It was you get right. up to. I'm just chilling, bro. You know, just living my best life. I ain't going, going back and forth with you, ninjas. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm telling, <laughs> telling Jesus. What'd you do this weekend? Uh, shoot, what did I do this weekend? I don't even know, man. A All the days of, just blended together? Yeah, yeah, a whole lot of nothing. I probably did something cool, but I don't remember, so <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't remember, but yeah, whatever. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, what did I do this past weekend? I was just chilling. You did absolutely nothing. Yeah, it wasn't like a big weekend. I was just, I like the chill weekend. Absolutely feel me? nothing. We're not British. Thank you guys Yo. for tuning in. What? My bad. One thing I did do what? this weekend, What'd yesterday, I watched Extraction. Yo, shout out to Chris Hemsies. Bro. Good? Chris Hemsworth has the hands, bro. That's, that's on my list this week to watch. I need to watch Umbrella Academy mm -hmm. because they just announced a season two. And I need to watch Extraction. That's on my list for this week. So I told I told David this. This movie with Chris Hemsworth is like John Wick with more lines. Like John like, Wick himself having more lines. Like if John Wick had more lines, like it'd be more. this movie. Okay. Like the right. action is there. I've seen the the clips and like the dude who's like who's directing it is the guy who's like he's like in the driver's seat or at least near the driver during all these like chase scenes. I'm like, okay, dude, respect. I, and it's like a, such a simple premise to yeah. the movie. Yeah, it's because yeah, when I read it, I was like, why is this number six in the top ten list of movies in Netflix? Yeah. Because it's, 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 it's a simple premise. But then I watched it and I was like, dude. Respect. That thing hit me, bro. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, your first time, we break down entertainment news to you guys. That's movies, TV show, TV shows, sports, gaming, culture, music, etc. More. And give it to you guys in podcast segments throughout the week. And on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jabarichai. Yeah. As well as our YouTube page, EX Does. And then you fill in the rest because we do it all. Last. We do it all? We literally finished we just finished uh resident evil 3 on twitch yeah that was fun I'm glad that's over <laughs> wayne's not a scary game person i am so that was fun forget that game bro but first we're gonna talk about movies and tv shows and all that good stuff uh fred willard passed away so that that's the unfortunate thing shout out to him fred willard let's see if i can he's the dude in and many things but you probably know him from you remember wally Yes. Remember the president that they aired yes. on the screen? That's Fred Willard. That guy. Huge comedian. Like okay. huge in the comedy atmosphere. A lot of a lot of clips that you'll see of him that he, he perfected so well. It's like at a like a funeral. Uh and, and the piano is like one of those old timey ones where it's like it's got Oh, I know Fred Willard, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's a clip of him from a show where he's literally playing all of it because a person can't play it well, mm -hmm. and he's playing all of it, and just whoo, just slide whistles and everything. He turns around. My condolences to the family. <laughs> like his comedic timing was great. Uh, he, he passed on, away. At he was on six, uh, I believe. He was on. He was on Bachelor uh, and Bachelorette stuff too. With yes, the host and he was guy. on Sister Sister back in the day too. Like he's been a lot sister, of stuff. Sister Sister. So shout out to him. Uh, moving on. Nineteen years ago. Today, when you're listening to this episode, Shrek came out. 19, 19 years, years ago. ago. So they must be working on another Shrek movie for the 20th anniversary. No, please. we don't. I was about to say, please, <laughs> no. We've got four. Um, Just redo the first one. I That movie comes to mind. Whenever I see people like, oh, what's the, like, the most memorable like intro of a movie? Shrek is up there. As memorable. Because a lot of people will say like The Dark Knight and stuff like that. But yeah. I... Like starting with the whole because it was DreamWorks, mm -hmm. so at that time DreamWorks is like, ah, what are we doing? And so they decided like, you know what, we're gonna play on the whole fairy tale thing. And so the beginning for it to be like, oh, it's like a Disney fairy tale, and then Homie literally ripped the, <laughs> ripped the page out of the book and wiped his butt with it. <laughs> and somebody <laughs> wants to, and then you're like, oh, this is something completely different. That in that opening is amazing to me. It works so well, and it literally it sets up 
what the movie is going to be because mm-hmm. it's him like bathing in the mud and he's <laughs> farting in the in the lake and kills the fish like you're like oh it's something's about to go down yeah i love that movie so clean your shout shoes out to Shrek. wipe your face <laughs> <laughs> oh no with lord farquad <laughs> oh, man when I, movie, finally, when I finally found out what his name yeah actually what his name meant, really mean yeah i exactly. was like okay y'all there's so many so creative. many adult I mean, of course you're a girl, Dragon. (laughs) Great movie. Um, Like I said earlier, Umbrella Academy Season 2 is coming July 31st. I need to see Season 1. I never got around to it, and I know that for a while, people were on it. Because it's it's weird, wacky, like just action, because based on a comic. Yeah. uh, I need to. That's where I'm at. I'll get back on that after I finish Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Are you catching up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Once I'm done with Fear the Walking Dead, which is what I'm on right now. Yeah. I just got to finish season four and five, and then I'm gonna jump to finish Brooklyn Nine Nine. How far then, did you get into it? Are you behind? Behind? Are you well, Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm way behind, dude. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I just wasn't keeping up with. You're it. in like, for a treat, bro. Like I got to a point where I fin- I watched everything that was on Hulu. Oh, okay. And then so they you're kept on adding maybe stuff. Two or three. May I think I'm past that. Okay. Maybe. Are you got to the point where uh, Fox picked it up, or what? It's like switch networks. I got to and then I got to right after seasons. whenever what's his name went undercover. Did you see the marriage? Oh gosh! And then came back. Jake went undercover. And then they had that season where he came back. Yeah, I think I finished that, and I'm on the next season, whatever seasons okay. after that. I don't know what it is though. I got to go find it. Great show. But then I'll get on Umbrella Academy after that. Disney Plus is developing a Percy Jackson TV series to explore the five books in five seasons, starting with The Lightning Thief. It's about time. Okay. I don't know why it took them so long to go back to person. Probably yeah. because they didn't like the movies didn't do well. Yeah. But they didn't do well because they were not done well. <laughs> it's not like the the source material is bad. You know what I want? I want someone like people love those books. I want Netflix to, to pick up the Alex Ryder series. No. <laughs> no. I knew you were gonna say that, and the problem is no. <laughs> That's the problem. Is that Yo. at this point, if they would have done it like seven years ago yes because this point well the thing is disney did it and i'm just like y'all no heck that's no the thing. it's like it's got it i think alex Ryder, in all like as popular as it is it's not as popular as percy jackson well no it's not as popular which, as percy, Pro- jackson. percy jackson was not as popular as the hunger games which is not as popular as harry potter you feel me there's like a there's like a there's levels like a, to this issue yeah there's levels yeah. there's a staircase and so for Percy Jackson to finally be like, all right, yeah, we we acknowledge that stuff was messed up. Like, it wasn't done right. And they're finally doing it now. You ain't going to see Alex Ryder until, like, 2030. <laughs> I'm Maybe. fine with that. <laughs> give me give me another 10 years. Did you see Logan Lerman uh, shout out Disney and was like, thankfully, it's going to be done with a right adaptation this time. Because Fox did it last time. Ooh. And he was like, yeah. Oh, when they made the movie? Was that the movie? Yeah. The Fox did it. That movie wasn't terrible. Did you read the books? I read the first one. Okay. That's why I was like, I mean, it's not, of Did course it's not going to be. Did you see the second movie? No. Okay. I only saw the first one. Okay. I didn't, even, I didn't even know they made a second one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they made a second one? <laughs> exactly. Oh, snap. Hold up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I literally did not. Hold up. One? They made a second it's one? bad, bro. Yo, hold up. No, 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 no. We keep going. <laughs> you don't hold up. Because the first one was okay. The first one was, uh, it was all right. It, it, it was like skipping a lot of things in the book. But it yeah. Because like, yeah. Percy Jackson was one of the... I don't read books, period. Uh-huh. Unless it's the Bible. <laughs> Holy. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like Percy Jackson was like one of the only books that I ever read. Uh-huh. And so I was like, this is a dope book. And that's why they were making it in the movie. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's nice. And then they had my dude playing uh, Percy Jackson. I forgot his name. But he's in the other stuff that I've seen. What, Logan Lerman? The guy who plays Percy Jackson? Oh, that's his name? Yeah. Oh, he's see? from Maze Runner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Logan I didn't Lerman. even know his name was Logan Lerman. Okay, cool. Anyway. But yeah. Yeah, so he was in it and I was like, oh, it's gonna be a good movie. And I watched it and I was like, I mean, of course they skipped stuff, went around he's the and main all that kid stuff. In that hunters show where they hunt the Nazis. That Jordan Peele John on Amazon. Oh, he's the main. He's that main kid. That's him from Maze Runner. Oh, great show by the way. It's insane. 
Okay, but anyway, yeah. Hopefully the TV show does it some justice. Yeah. We'll see. I feel like it will. Um, Mad Max prequel is happening. Oh, that one movie we yeah, saw? Yeah, I the finally movie. showed Wayne Mad Max. And, Ma- and Wayne Man! was like, what is this? And I was like, this is glorious. It's the apocalypse on crack. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> You're not too far from that. Uh, they're doing a prequel about Furiosa. Ooh. About how she became Furiosa, how she lost her arm, all that stuff. So the original director, George Miller, who did Mad Max, is doing a prequel about Furiosa. That's what they're working at right Furiosa. now. Furiosa. 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 Um, he wanted to do. He wanted to keep Charlize Theron, but he didn't want to do like CG. So I think they're gonna recast a younger actress to play younger her. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, like last week or two weeks ago was like the five year anniversary or something like that. Four or five year anniversary of Mad Max, and Charlize Theron was. They were like posting stuff on Instagram and Twitter about like they were like, yeah, we signed up for this movie, <laughs> and they were like, we're going through our lines, and we're like, oh, this is awesome. And Charlize Theron is like, and then I got on set and someone drove the war rig past me. And she was like, <laughs> what did I sign myself up for? Because <laughs> she, she was like, I wasn't really expecting it to be that intent. Like, yeah. as in, yo, we're going to have people jumping from these vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> on poles. So, yeah. Like, and she was like, oh, I thought certain scenes. But she was like, somebody drove, like, they drove that massive thing by my head, by my, by me. And there's a dude playing the guitar. And she was like, I lost it. And I was like, man, that movie is so good, bro. That movie Yo. shouldn't be as good as it is. And it's just chaos. Yes. Uh, moving on. Oh, this is interesting. So, Studio Ghibli makes like animated films, as in like anime films. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a huge, like they did 20-something movies. I think it's close to that. That are all like almost Academy Award like level good. And the the dude, the the director, uh, Miyazaki, went into, like, retirement because he was like, okay, I'm done. These joints take a long time to do. Like, I'm, I'm retired. Then he, like, a couple years ago, he said, actually, I'm coming out of retirement. And we're going to do one last one. Right? So this one last movie is called How Do You Live? Uh, there are 60 animators on this movie. Wow. Drawn, yeah. That's how much, like, when you think of, like, Into the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. think about, like, that amount of, like, attention to detail. That's what they do with those movies. Um, they are only able to come up with one minute of animation a month. That's the attention, hand-drawn attention to detail. Right? So right now they have 36 minutes completed so far. So that's 36. Yeah, you heard me. Wait. So the, Miyazaki said it's we're three years from being done. It's going to take us three years to finish this movie before you see it. So it's coming. Just give us time. Because we can only do, we can only do a minute a month. <laughs> One minute per month. That's like when, and I'll I'll show you a clip of this off mic, whatever. That's when you see what these movies look like and how hand drawn. Like, uh, barely if any of those were ever had any sense of computer like three D imaging. It's all hand drawn leaves moving and all that stuff. So it takes. You got to draw each individual leaf going from still to left to right. So, exactly. Yeah. Dude. (laughs) Yeah. So, respect to Studio Ghibli. Uh, All of their movies are going to be available at launch on uh, HBO Max. So, your boy is about to go through all of them. Because I never got a chance to see a couple of them. I'm going through all of them. And these are anime movies? Yes. As in like... They're from that side of the globe. As in like anime. As in like anime. Not anime as in we're going to punch a hole in the sky and things are, and demons are going to come. You know what I'm saying? It's not the super fighty, fighty, fighty anime. It's like old school, hand-drawn. Like this is some OG-ish. Highly okay. recommend. Okay. HBO Max. All right. Okay. New Mutants is coming August 28th. Will that happen? Yes or no, Wayne? <laughs> How many times we be bringing up New Mutants <laughs> talking about? Oh, here's release date. It's gonna come out. <laughs> At this point, I'm gonna wait till the day of, and then be like, "Is it gonna come out?" <laughs> so before before I, before I talk about New Mutants, I want to give you a give you a little aside. So um, Harvey Weinstein, not a good guy, going to jail. Um, Princess Monica was a movie coming out 
by Studio Ghibli, by that company we're just talking about, right? Harvey Weinstein wanted to edit it like to pieces to so Americanize that it, could be it marketed in the US. Same thing we talked about when he wanted to edit Snowpiercer. Yeah. And Bong Joon from Parasite was like, "Nah, bro, you can't do this. This, this means so much to me and my family." And he's does like, he okay. not Does he not know that there, a lot of people watch We're going to get anime. into we could get into Weinstein and what he did wrong and how much of a a-hole he was in the movie industry. He breathed wrong. <laughs> he consumed oxygen wrong. <laughs> the okay? wrong way. Through his skin. <laughs> yeah. anyway, epidermis, bro. Uh, Miyazaki, who is the OG dude, uh, sent a katana sword to Weinstein's I think I remember reading office, about this. And he said, no cuts. He wrote no cuts on the katana sword for that movie. He was like, don't you dare touch this movie. Boss move. The film was released later in the U.S., like uncut. And so they asked Miyazaki about it. And he, in like the old like Japanese wisdom, he, he said, he smiled and he said, I defeated him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that, that story's happened to like him. That story's happened to Weinstein like five, six, seven times. Yeah. Of like, people are like, here, here's this. We want to show America. Well, if you move this and you move this, you move. No. Leave my stuff alone and just shout. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's happened multiple times to this dude. In addition to all of the wrong stuff of touching people inappropriately. In addition to that. Yeah. Wildin', bro. Wildin'. <laughs> I hear wildin', wildin', man. Yeah, for real. Ain't got no home training. <laughs> before we go to sports. <laughs> Ain't got no home training. Uh, before we go to sports, um, New Mutants, right? New Mutants is coming out August 28th. Knock on wood. So I was reading into this and I was trying to figure out, there you go. I was trying to figure out why it's not coming to video on demand, Disney Plus, and it, like, why is it not doing that? It's a very interesting story. Um, the movie was produced and made before Disney bought Fox. Mm -hmm. And before, you know, so all the like the productions <laughs> and the reshoots and the reshoots and the reshoot. And like that movie has been in production hell for like five, six years, right? So it was being created, it's being created, it's being created while Fox has, because Fox had X-Men, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as Disney bought Fox, um, all of, I believe the cast, the crew, the production, more so on the production side, like the production of the entire thing, if Disney wants to release it on video, on demand, it goes to HBO Max instead of Disney+. Plus. Because oh. it's still technically a part of the older, like, deal, quote-unquote, whatever. It's one of those, like, you know, read fine print. Yeah. So, like, when, when that deal went through, Disney was like, okay, we're going to release all these movies in theaters. Because if we, if we try to drop some of these on the streaming service, we won't be able to show it on Disney+. Plus. It has to be on HBO Max. It has to be on something that we do not own. So Unless the they why, buy HBO. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why you're like... Just drop it on streaming is because they can't. So that's why they've been, okay, pull the date. Actually, we're going to do this. Pull the date. Actually, we're going to do it because they need to release it in theaters yeah. to gain a profit of some sort. That's why you keep saying, ladies and gentlemen, if you see New Mutants, that's why you say, oh, New Mutants is coming out this. Actually, New Mutants is coming soon. Ah, New Mutants is coming out there. Uh, it's coming soon. They will, they will not put it on streaming without a theatrical release. Because I still, I still think if they release it in theaters and then put it on theatrical release, it will still end up on HBO Max or whatever. It will not be on Disney+. Plus. Now, Disney can try to renegotiate that deal and all that stuff. But as of right now, that's why it's not dropping on streaming. Because they're like, but like, we want to make money off of it. Yeah. We want it to give it a theatrical release. We redid <laughs> some of it. Like We want people to see it in theaters. So right now, August 28th, it's where it's at. Man. Is it going to move? If I was a betting man, prob <laughs> probably. It's all I think about it's the Benjamins, again. man. All about the money. It's all about days. the Benjamins. Because here's the thing. If you're a moviegoer, right, which we, we both are, are you going to risk being around people in a the movie theater for New Mutants or Tenant? Tenant. Eight. You see what I'm no saying? No hesitation. Gonna, what else is coming out? We talked about last week. All the things that are coming out in August and September. I really want to see New Mutants. 
it's near the bottom in terms of priority mm-hmm. when you have other things because it's been pushed back so much. People don't care anymore. So, yeah, it is what it, it, it is. is. Yeah, <laughs> bro, that's but tough, man. It sucks. I I really want to see it because I've seen like a lot of new stills and images, and it's it's downright like, what the heck is this? Like it's a it's PG thirteen like. Yo, they fighting ghosts and Slenderman, and I'm like, yo, I'm in. Like, I want to see that. Give me that vibe. I want that. You don't see Disney me. take too many L's, but right now, they, right that's now, a, that's an L. Kind of hamstrung to an L right now. That's an L. But it's right also there, bro. like COVID nineteen. They're like, listen, we would have dropped this jaunt six months ago yeah. if we could. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, we're talking about gaming. We're talking about sports, and we have a question for Wayne that I don't know if he's good enough to answer. Oh, uh, I'm gonna answer it. And we are back. Now, before we get to sports, Wayne and I just finished uh, Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm a little thicky. Who Hi, is I'm... that? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I knew Wayne was about to finish it, so I literally said, Wayne, wait, so I could watch it with you, because I've seen it already, and it's amazing. And the, fina- the penultimate and the finale were low, low, high, high. Low, low, like that's all it was. Yeah. That first season of Dave is fantastic. It really is. 10 if, episodes, not not that bad. Yeah, 20-something minutes an episode, like, I I want more now. Yeah. Like, legitimately. Hmm. And so I, I explained, I talked about it earlier, and you remember this, where I said, like, Dave is, uh, how do I describe it? Dave is like Atlanta, but it's more like straightforward. Yeah. Because Atlanta, if you got to do, you got to think a lot. And you got to read what they're saying when they're not saying things. Like you got to read between the lines. Mm-hmm. Dave is kind of like, we have that, but we're going to like kind of shoot you straight. Mm-hmm. Just in case for our white audience, you don't really understand yeah. like, the themes, the underline, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it turned out really well. Because if it's to, as of right now, it's the highest like rated comedy show that FX has ever put out. Over Atlanta? Deservingly so. Over Atlanta? That's the crazy thing. It's like, okay, they got, it's working, you know? Yeah. That first season was fantastic. Woo! Shout out to Dave. I highly recommend Dave. If you, now, if you don't like, like, crass humor or. (laughs) It's it's weird, bro. It's a weird show, man. That's the thing. If you're not, like, if you can't watch something that's weird, but then appreciate when it, it, like it deviates from weird to like, dang, that's real. Yeah. Because the show Dave will talk about like relationships, bipolar, like living when you're bipolar. It talks about confidence. It talks like all of these things. But then it's also like, yo, this Jones weird. Mm-hmm. If you can't kind of delineate, it's not for you. But if you're fine with that, like weird stuff. Hey, if you can yeah, watch Game of Thrones. So for you, if you can watch Game of Thrones, you can watch Dave. I'll just pretty say that. much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hi, I'm Dave. Moving on. I love that show. Uh, I should, Wayne saw the clip. They they showed the tech demo of Unreal Engine Five running on the PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. Listen here, bruh. Listen here, bruh. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. We already knew it was a wrap, but it's a wrap. They also released information about the PlayStation Five controller, about the DualSense technology, and how you will feel raindrops in the controller. You will feel thunder. You'll feel lightning. Which Raindrop. you do. Drop top. Please no. Which you do now with the dual like vibration, which like that goes back to PlayStation. Yeah, but you 2. don't you don't feel raindrops but though. With the technology imbued in the entire controller versus just the back. It's yeah. It's about to be something different, bro. It's hitting the phone. They also showed uh footage and gameplay of Ghost of Tsushima. Fam. I didn't see that yet. I'll show it to you, bro. When I talk about this, it's like it's Assassin's Creed, Uncharted 4, and Samurai. Samurai Jack. And Samurai Jack blended together. Okay. That's the game. All right. To which I say, you don't have to tell me anything else. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'll Pre- put my name. Pre-ordered. Yeah, literally. Um, you don't have to tell me anything else. They showed us Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is coming back. I'm yeah, so what was that? It was an excited scream. That didn't. Are you hating on Tony Hawk Pro Skater? No, I play Tony Hawk I'll Pro fight Skater. You. I don't Tony know. Hawk, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two is being remastered. I don't know if I'm gonna get this one though. I don't know. It's thirty dollars. That's cool. 
Listen. Make it 15, I'll buy it. Listen. <laughs> I'm playing. You a hater. Okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like it. Now, if it was on Switch, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. I don't know if I want to sit and play that. Yeah, like I, Tony Hawk Pro Skater was like weird. Like it was, it was skateboarding, but like they infused it with just straight up wacky weirdness. Yeah. I don't know if I want to play that. They didn't do that, but they didn't do it as much in the first. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, 4, where you could play as like Darth Maul and Wolverine. That's when it got like Pro Skater 1 and 2 are pretty like straightforward i'm not i'm but i'm what i'm talking about is more of like i'm not talking about the characters or stuff you can be i'm talking about the game itself like it just seems wacky like yeah it's skateboarding but you know you can do a kick flip and flip 400 times and then land it and be like oh yeah bro like i don't that's just too out the box for me like so when i'm thinking of skateboarding like skate those games especially skate three i think it was So you just want to be boring like, those were just simple, simplistic. You do your... Like, I was just chilling. Fair enough. You just want me boring. I don't like all skate. the extra, like, wacky... Here's the thing. Extra stuff. I'm trying to kick flip to a board slide, to a manual, to a 900. That's what I'm trying to do. And see, you can do that. I know. I All of a sudden, I see... I'm trying you to... You just want to ollie and <laughs> I just want to find a nice hill and lay down on my board and coast. <laughs> You just want Ollie and then look at the sunshine. Fine. Because that game, the skate, the way it looked, like it just looked realistic. And like, just look, honestly, you give me a skate game where I can play as Nigel Houston, I'm good. Simulation was skate. Tony Hawk Skater was more arcadey. Yeah, I don't like the arcade stuff. I like the the real life. I'm an indie pop shove it onto a propeller. That's what I'm about to do. Okay, go I'm you you go out. ahead you go ahead and do that and jump off planes yeah. and and parachute onto a skateboard in midair, <laughs> catch the skateboard, undo the undo the parachute, do a nine hundred into a kickflip into a hand. I don't care what you gotta do, bro. Jump off some clouds if you have to. I'm gonna go take gonna my skateboard this. to the to the normal skate park. We are gonna settle this. I'm and gonna, I'm a, I want to see what people. Say I'm gonna do a this. normal ollie. Over a rail and then land it and then pick up my board and walk and and just run away. See, we we gonna see what people say about this, bro. You could you could take your skateboard and hit people upside the head in that game, bro. Like it don't get better than that, man. (laughs) You don't even want a skateboard anymore. Wayne's just like, I just want to commit violent acts, bro. What? It was like GTA met skate, and I was like, look, man. All right, so switching gears. (laughs) You're insane. Last dance episode nine. And 10. Yeah. So, Last Dance Episode 9, we got Steve Kerr backstory. Yo. I did not know Steve Kerr's dad was murdered. I didn't know that either. Granted, this is like when I was younger. I didn't know, like, I don't remember that in the news. I don't remember that at all. I didn't know that either, bro. That's crazy. So, Episode 9 was about Jordan and the Bulls versus Reggie and the Pacers. Yeah. So... You've seen the other, you've seen Reggie's point of view in the winning time, 30 for 30, when they talk about Reggie Miller on the Pacers. That Pacers team was very, very good. Like, one, like that team was very, very good. Mm-hmm. They had the physicality, physicality to go against the Bulls, for sure. But it's a story of Reggie Miller versus Michael Jordan in that, in that series where the Bulls got the best of him. Because that's the Bulls. It's Michael Jordan, man. Then we got backstory about Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr's dad teaching in Beirut, which I did not know his dad got murdered. That's nuts. So then you see that Mike gave Steve that shot. Or Mike threw it to Steve. And he was struggling in that game, too. (laughs) Yes. But it was so funny when you see that clip where Mike is like, I know the cameras are like watching. So I'm letting him know. It's like, all right, it's on you. And Steve's like, I got you, Mike. Yeah. I I got you. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Yeah. He's just like, oh, Steve, you're so white. Bless your heart. Like, (laughs) You could tell. So that was episode nine. They talked about Gus, his security guard that had cancer. And like the one who's like he confided in. Yeah. And he would call him in the middle of the night, you know, frustrated yeah. about his dad. Like that's get you a gush. Get you get a gush. You a whatever gush, the man. other guy's name was. I forgot his name. Oh, the the this guy, the yes, shrug guy. The yeah. shrug guy. Both of those are the un like those are the unsung heroes of the of this documentary. Yeah. So episode nine 
uh, is leading up to the Jazz. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, yo, for those of you who did not like watch basketball at that time, y'all got to realize John Stockton was on one, bro. Past that, St- like Stockton. <laughs> Stockton was out here. What's popping? Just like, oh, the ball's on the floor. Pick it up between the legs behind my head. Yes. <laughs> to Carl Malone. Like, Stockton was out here. That full court pass he hit, bro. The like, pinpoint accuracy. over the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he out here, right? So, leans into 10. We get, okay, this is going to be the end of the run. This is their last shot, right? Mm-hmm. Then we talk about the flu game. It wasn't even the flu game. Which apparently is not a flu. It's food poisoning. The food poisoning game. The FP game. Which, hearing the trainer and hearing them explain it, I'm like, I wouldn't put it past four or five random white guys to be like, yo, this is our shot to get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And instead, they pissed them off. Like, I was like, yo, y'all, it's Utah. Like, yeah. And they were like, oh, they couldn't do it. It's, it's Utah. Utah. That's I'm all sorry. I, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Utah got They someone. went to Utah and you see the sea of foam, <laughs> the ocean foam that is Utah. The vanilla. <laughs> like just vanilla frosting. You see that lady was screaming behind yeah, the... See, it, was a, it was a news anchor. She like tweeted about it. She was like, yeah, that was me at one of my less ideal moments. And I was like... She was cussing, bro. Yeah, she was, was in like, there. But that was like, that's what I like. Damn him. Yeah, that's what I, I was like. like I was like, yeah. Jeez, woman. You in a hostile environment. But see, that's what I'm like. Again, as to someone who's from Philly, mm-hmm. as someone who's like, there's nothing, I see nothing wrong. Oh, there's <laughs> like, nothing wrong with it. You know, I just you wasn't in, expecting it. You in their house, why? We're not yeah. going to welcome you with open arms. Yeah. Like, but then Utah, they take it the extra mile. Yeah, yeah. That's, holy moly, that's, that's a lot of miles. Lot of miles. <laughs> that's why I love it. I see it's the same reaction as, um, oh, shoot. I think Eli Manning said it one time when Eli like came to Philly and he was like, it's really jarring. To see like a 10-year-old, 11 year old like flip you off and say you suck. Yeah. And yeah, and I was like And then the parents are encouraging. Yeah, it. and I'm like, okay, that kid deserves a rate. Like what yeah. do you, why yeah. <laughs> let's parade him around the city. Yeah, what are you talking about? Lift that kid up and double flip the bird, which you're in an opposing, like, you know what I'm saying? That's why when I see that, and I was talking about it with a friend of mine, I was like, yo, they they were that stadium when the Jazz and the Bulls were playing. Was probably two or three times as loud, maybe two times as loud as Golden State's arena during the last run. Because Golden State got loud, right? Mm-hmm. Oracle, yeah. Oracle got loud, especially um, the one, two, three when it went uh, Warriors one, then Cavs one, then Warriors one, mm-hmm. right? When it or did it go two one? Wait, one? what are you talking about? When the Warriors and Cavs, as in like the Warriors won the first one. As oh. in the first championship. Then the Cavs won. Then the Warriors won. And then the Warriors won again. When was, when was the Warriors' first championship? It was 20. So the Spurs won in 2014. Uh-huh. So the Warriors won in 2015. I think the Cavs won in 2016. Then no, the War- wait, wait, wait. Are you sure? Because when did the when did the Warriors go 72 and... That I was mean, the- 70, 73 and 9, right? 73 and 9, that's the second. They lost. But that was that 2017? I think it was 20. Because they lost that championship. That's what I'm saying. But it I think was, that was 2017. Yeah, so it was 2014 and Spurs won. 2015. It must have been Warriors, Warriors, Cavs. You think so? Warriors. Possibly. Anywho. I don't know, man. I'll look it up. We're saying that to say, like, Oracle was loud during then. That Utah arena was disgustingly loud. Like, yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is, this Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, they're airing that that game six. Ooh. Like, the whole thing. Because I think at this point, it's, or, it's like the most watched NBA Finals game, like, ever. Huh. So, they're showing that game. They wanna, they're going to air it from, like, all the footage that they have and, like, complete the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch that. Did you also see that they finished episode 10 of The Last Dance on Thursday? Before they released it? They did? Yes. They put everything and finished it on Thursday before releasing it on Sunday. Dang. Shout out to Jason Weir. That's the guy they keep interviewing after like, the yeah, guy who directed it and all the, that stuff. That's the director. Yeah. He also did the Fab Five, which I didn't know. Oh. The Fab Five one with yeah. the Michigan players and mm-hmm. Chris Webber calling the time, all that stuff. I didn't know that was him too. That, he out here. 
Out here for the smoke. He's directed two of the top like ten docs ever created. Like that's, I see you, Jason. Mm-hmm. I see you, homie. So let him do the Kobe one. Oh, it's probably already being done by somebody by him. Else. No, by him. No. <laughs> Whoever by it is, him. get him off and then put no, him back no, on. Put that no, dude on. No, it's probably by like people close to Kobe. Why would you? Why would you want them removed? No, because he knows how to he he knows how to put a doc together, bro. Yeah, you're the worst. No, I'm the best. Worst. Best. <laughs> Beth. Anywho, so the end of episode 10, you got them, you got Jordan making that shot over the jazz, but then you have them, you can tell, like, yo, it's it's not gonna this last dance is really the last dance. Like it's not gonna happen again. But then you get Jordan talking for the first time, seeing that footage of them explaining, it's like, oh yeah, we knew that you know they weren't gonna come back and we offered Phil, but it was kind of the last dance. And it was Jordan saying, you know, seeing that for the first time. No, because he, he said he never saw it before. Yeah, because home dude was like, he said uh, it would be impossible to sign all those guys back. And we were yeah. like, but at the beginning of the season, home dude said, Phil, if that, you that can go was, 82 and 0, you're not coming back. And then Mike said, if Phil's not coaching me, I'm not playing. Yeah. So you already knew thing. he was losing two people at least. That was the thing is that Mike is saying that you can say that now. Like, you know, we can't we can't afford it. You can say that now. That may be true, but why before the season lead with such a bad mm-hmm. foot? Yeah, lead with such. Listen, I know you 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 guys have won one two three. Stop one two, but it don't matter if you win the whole thing this year. Y'all y'all leaving, like kicking them out. That's stupid. Now, when you when you're a manager. And you're a general manager, owner, and you're trying to, like, rebuild and all that stuff. I get the sense of, like, you have to rebuild, but... You ride that till the wheels fall <laughs> off. No, 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 no. You don't do that. Because that's what Boston did with McHale, with Bird, and them boys could barely walk at the end of their career. So they were like... But you know, my thing is, everyone, do that. everyone on that team had already bought in, and they were like, look, we can do this. They... Repeated twice. That that's the thing. Is that if you want to go in. for like a fourth one, maybe even a fifth one, if the players are in, just get the pieces around them in the offseason and run it again. But to tell your coach, hey, you did really good. Yeah. But I don't want you here no more, even though we I don't winning. mess with you like that. Like you gotta be I'm sorry, like RIP <laughs> homie, but like you gotta yeah. be some kind of dumb, bro. Like yeah. I don't get it. Even if I'm even if I'm not at like if me and the head coach like if I'm the general manager or the owner or whatever, and I'm at odds with the head coach, but we're winning, <laughs> I'm putting that on the back burner and be like, look, we don't see eye to eye, but obviously you're doing something right. So you keep doing that because the coach is in the spotlight with the team night in, night out. Yes. The owner, GM, whatever, they're not really in the spotlight unless they say something dumb, a.k.a. home dude, RIP, Jerry, Krause, Jerry yeah. Krause. Yeah. I was out here, you got to open his mouth about something. Why? Be in the shadows. Do what you got to do. Let them run the tables. It's obvious that nobody is stopping these guys whenever they're together. Three-peat. Took a break. Three-peat. Come on. So, I, I said earlier, because I was right and you were wrong, the Spurs won in 15. Okay. Golden State... Sorry, Spurs won in 14. Golden State won in 15. 15. Then they lost in 16. 16. Then they won one. So, 17, 18. So the 2017, no. it must have been 2016-2017 season. 2016-2017 season oh, okay. was 73-9, but it don't mean a thing without that ring, and they choked yeah. that one. 17-18 was them winning. 18-19 mm-hmm. uh, was them winning. Because then, they won last year. No. I'm sorry, Raptors I'm won. Raptors won. Yes, the Raptors won last year. So it would have been 18 because we're in 1920 right now. Yes. So 18 19 was Raptors. I'm only saying, now here's the thing I'm only saying the year in which it starts. Because that, the season oh, starts. Oh, okay, okay. Because that's when you are, that's the year that you are technically the champion of. So the Spurs won. In twenty four, the twenty fourteen, but the championship season. was actually in twenty fifteen. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's why I was confused. That's why. Okay. Twenty fifteen Warriors won. Twenty sixteen Warriors lost. Twenty seventeen won. Twenty eighteen won. Twenty nineteen lost to the Raptors. Got it. There you go. 
That's crazy. The Warriors just been they just been up there, bro. This game has changed. That game has changed. So that great A game. So I was I was talking about it earlier when we talked about the end of Last Dance, and it's like, and the the Bulls broke up, et cetera. The NBA is different. Um, the NBA had a lockout in '99. Yeah, they only played 50 games ish. Yeah, in '99. Like I'm Boom. not gonna say they win another two to three. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh, they could have done. They only had to play 50 something ish games. And with MJ, with them doing like, you know, we're tired, we're older. But if they only have to play 50-something games. Yeah. That's LeBron's that's, dream right there. That's a whole different, like, story. It's, it'd be one thing. Oh, we got to play another 80-something game season. They're playing 50-something games. Especially when the when the uh, the finals format was different back then. We only had to play. You only had to. You went three out of five. Until the, was it three out of five until the finals? Until the finals. That, that's interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. Is that interesting? I mean, it would have been the only the only thing would have been hard. I think would have been Scotty is to get him back. Now, yeah. Mike said they could do all like the sign and or they they could have done the sign for one year and whatever because he said that's what I've been doing. Like what Katie does. That would have been it would have been hard to convince. He says he would have been able to convince Scotty. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one, one chief. chief. After seeing Scotty nearly break his back during that game. Spinal. He would have been like, okay, this is second to pay. Like, y'all got to pay up. If yeah. I'm going to be in this league and y'all pay me what? What was it? Eight years? $16 million? Something, or something bad. If y'all going to pay me a million or two dollars, y'all y'all got y'all to gotta pay up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would have been the hard. That would have been the last domino. Cause they, I really, I think they would have got Phil, Michael, Steve. Like they could have got everybody back for one year deals. Now, after '99, they started their rebuild, and they all, they all did sign in trades. So like Scotty left, Steve Kerr left, MJ retired, and that's how they started the rebuild. And they released, uh, oh, shoot, um, what's his name, Rodman. Yeah, Rodman gone. Sign and trade with Steve Kerr to Phoenix. Sign and trade with uh, Scotty left, and that's how they started the rebuild. Crazy. You know what I forgot? Steve yes. Kerr got a ring with the Spurs. Steve Kerr has six or seven rings. I totally forgot he. Yeah, because he, he went. Us. He went to San Antonio ninety nine. Totally forgot and about San Antonio that. one. And that's another thing. Is like, does San Antonio like? I love. That 99 team, because that's when I started watching basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been a really good matchup. Yeah. You got Steve with the Spurs. You got the Twin Towers. You got Dave Robinson. You got Tim Duncan, right? Against Michael Rodman. Uh, if Steve Kerr would have been on the Bulls, Steve Kerr. Like uh, Bruce Bowen on the other team with his defense. Like that would have been a really, really, really good team to watch. Good yeah. battle. So. After this break, we'll come back and finish the last dance discussion. Now, after seeing the last dance, 10, almost said 10 weeks, good Lord. Five weeks, two episodes each, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Done fantastic. Music, fantastic. Behind the scenes stuff, amazing. When you see the footage they got to accompany what they were talking about, very, 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 very well done. So shout out to the director. Very well done. Uh, who would you like a quote-unquote last dance documentary about now considering that we have a kobe one coming down the pipe and we have the 2008 uh like redeem team coming down the pike okay so we have the one about kobe his last year and we have the one about uh u.s sucking in olympic basketball for a while after mike and them left and then in 2008, it was the Redeem team. It was LeBron, Kobe, Dwight Howard, Tayshaun Prince, Jason Kidd, uh, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bott. Like, the, that, that team was – Carmelo Anthony, that team was disgusting. And they were beating people by 50, 60 points, right? Mm-hmm. So those two are coming. Who would you like, whether it's a person, whether it's uh, an era of a sport, what sport documentary do you want next? That's in that last Ooh. dance format. In the last dance, so it's format. got it's going to be five weeks. It'd be great if you'd be like, "Oh, I could just do two hours." No, it's going to take a while. Delayed gratification. Okay, because we can popcorn. You go. 
What about one about that Celtics team? Which one? With Rondo, Pierce. You want one about that 08 Garnett. Celtics team? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just feel like that'd be interesting because Paul Pierce was a character, man. <laughs> Paul Pierce was, was just... on wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce is a character, bro. Paul That's Pierce... a straight up fact. Paul Pierce was, was crazy. And then, um, who was it? Rondo. Was that when he like popped his elbow out? And then like, was that something? Was that another... I think moment. it's a different time, but I do remember what you're talking I rem- about. I remember that, and I was yeah. like, yo, Rondo is Weird. ill. Yeah. That team itself was, I mean, you could, you could, you would almost make that entire thing about KG, though, too. Yeah. Because that, that dude was the glue. Uh, I'm going to put my this, pop- this together. I'm the glue. It's Kevin Garnett. Boo. That's um, Travis Scott. My popcorn. Uh, it's easy. It's the Spurs. From, ni- from, from getting Tim Duncan in 99 to him retiring. Okay. So it's gonna follow Tim Duncan's like. Basically, I wanted about Tim Duncan and what the Spurs did because mm-hmm. you have you got the Bulls winning, you know, all that stuff. Then you have someone Tim Duncan come into the league and dirt, and that's when the NBA like took off. Granted, NBA took off because of Jordan and everything. Yeah, but the NBA the early two thousands, ninety nine to two thousand six seven was fun. Well, so you might as well just get one get one about Popovich then. That's what I'm, that all of that would be in there. No, but just you straight would up get that about you would you would just make this one about the Spurs dynasty in general. Okay, that's what I'm saying. This this whatever the Spurs you would make it about 99. They get Tim Duncan as the number one overall pick, right? Then they draft uh, Tony Parker. Then they draft Manu Ginobili. Then they have all Bruce Bowen, all these side you know these players, these pieces like. To, to fit together, then you have them losing to the Miami Heat in twenty. Well, first you have them winning in every odd number year: ninety nine, oh three, oh five, oh seven. Then you have them for a while not winning, getting close, not winning. Then you have them sh- should have won that thirteen, mm-hmm. and then they lose to the Heat. Then they that's come stupid, back, bro. It's not stupid. It's Ray was, Allen, bro. It's, yeah, it's Ray <laughs> Allen. It's Ray Allen. But then it was also. LeBron had his, his little uh, Jordan moment where he got pissed off. Was that the year whenever they brought out the um, uh, what was it? They brought out the the trophy or something like that because they thought the Spurs were about to win, and then oh, they were like, yeah, it's 2013. And then they, they, were, was, they were winning that game. The the he came back. Ray Allen makes that shot at the end, and he, and it was just like the Spurs, like yeah, we at that point when that happened, all the momentum was gone. So the Spurs still could have won the next game. It's like it didn't matter. They were going to win. They were just that shot gave them the series, gave them the win. The dumbest shot, all that bro. Stuff. That's going to happen. He stepped out of bounds. I'm kidding. No, he didn't. In uh, LeBron's documentary, whenever they do that one, that shot's going to be in there, right? So then the Spurs. I don't know if I can watch that again. Come back. I can. It doesn't doesn't hurt me. The it's Spurs hurt come me. back in 14 and say fine, and they beat the crap out of the Heat <laughs> in that series. It was insane. They beat the crap out of the Heat in that series, and then you have. Tim Duncan kind of passing the torch to LaMarcus, and then he retires. And then Tony Parker retires. And then Manu retires. And then you have that dynasty kind of just set. Like, sunrise, sunset. You can do the dynasty right there. <sighs> Popcorn, give me one more, and I'll give you one more. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to switch sports. Switch sports. Like, you could do one about, like, Tom Brady and the Patriots and how they ran the tables yeah. for so long. Yep, you can. You but for then, sure can. But then you can also do one about the Steelers and how they kept Antonio Brown under wraps for so long. <laughs> <laughs> that would just for, be an hour just like... For so long. It would just be a question. How? How? Well, how? let me tell you. <laughs> how, Sway? <laughs> how, Sway? Um, I want one about Serena. Not Serena, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Serena Williams. Yeah. I want... I wanted about both, mm-hmm. but I wanted about Serena. Yeah, and how literally, like, tennis and Wimbledon and all these people, like, they changed their approach on how they relayed stats and information based upon how dominant Serena, Serena was. Yeah. They'd be like, she's the first American, or that whenever that white that white girl won, and she's like, it's the first American citizen, whatever, or the first. Non-American, whatever, to win in Australia, yada. I was like, so the first non-black, per- like, yeah, like, you, we know yeah. what you're saying. Like the fact that she 
especially her and her sister when they did doubles, but Serena when it's herself, like Tiger Woods level of ain't nobody messing with me, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm on top. I can have a baby and y'all ain't going to mess with me. Yeah. You feel me? They were like, uh, actually, you can't wear that. You can't wear leggings because you got to wear like the official. Like, you got to wear nice stuff. And then she I got mad. I beat you up in a black tutu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I want that of like, bet. You think I'm too big? You think I'm too black? You think I'm all these things that like, well, that's not the typical, you know, that's not the typical tennis player's form. If I'm going to hit this ball <laughs> through your face <laughs> and there's nothing you can do. Sharapova. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Kornikova. Yeah. There's all those women that she just, for the years and years, and, and then see, at the end, you can have her kind of passing it to Coco. Yeah. Or, uh, no, I'm sorry, Osaka. Yeah. And Coco and them kind of like, all right, this is her, like, they're like, for years, it was like, oh, Tiger, Serena. Oh, what happened? Oh, she won again? Okay. Like, people got bored of her winning. Yeah. Her 20 whatever Grand Slam titles. But it was like, oh my gosh, Roger Federer is amazing. It's like she was literally outclassing and out destroying yeah. these people by so much more. But it's like, ah, oh, but she's a woman. She, she's not as good. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. It was funny is uh, right under Serena for me, like tennis player wise. Yeah, women. Serpova was right there. Yeah, I like watching Serpova play too. She does not hold a candle to <laughs> Serena Williams. She is good at all. The gap between one and two is the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. And it's no, like I said, it's no slight to Sharapovich that there's a huge chasm yeah. when it comes to talent and ability. It's just like, Sharapova is really good. What's that all the way off in the distance? Oh, that's number one. Like, yeah, yeah that's all the way over numero uno. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. All right. So, switching over, we got one NFL story to talk about, which is very, uh, what's the word? How, how would you describe this? Stupid. <laughs> really? Yes. Fair enough. Is that how you really would describe it? Yes. I'm not. That's I'm, I'm, I'm on that. Hold up. Anywho. So, the NFL owners will review incentives to boost racial diversity among coaching in the NFL. Uh, Thanks a lot, Michael Scott. <laughs> diversity Day. <laughs> My name is Mr. Brown. First test, I will not call you. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> the NFL is going to meet... Uh, I believe by the time you hear this episode, they are meeting right now about uh, considering proposals that will give competitive advantages to teams that hire non-white candidates for their general manager and top coaching positions. Now, (laughs) the NFL wants to take a more aggressive approach to reshaping the highest ranks of... I lost my place. Highest ranks by using tangible incentives, not penalties, to get teams to hire more non-white coaches and general managers in a league in which about 70% of the players are African-American. Right? So, before I give you what they said, here's what I need to say. Uh, It won't matter slash work slash make a difference until the owners stop being white. Or the owners stop being all white. You feel me? <sighs> that's what, that's where I kind of land. Is like you can get black coaches and GM. That'd be great. Until all of the people that vote and rule on Roger Goodell's salary, until they are all not white. I don't. I don't see like big thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't see a big change because at the end of the day, the owners are the one that votes on a lot of the higher, higher, higher decisions. So for these teams, it could be well. If we get a black GM, it'll look good for us. It, we got that diversity day hire. You feel me? We got Mister Brown in the in the mm-hmm. building, and it's like, but will it make a difference though? I would love it to. I know how the world works. I know how Roger Goodell works. I know how the NFL not fully to a T. NFL don't care. You feel me? It's like uh, who's the dude that? Oh shoot, uh. uh Oh, shoot, help me. Panthers, Steelers, D'Angelo Williams. Yeah. When all this stuff about uh, uh, breast cancer awareness and he's doing all this other stuff in the NFL was finding him over and over and over again. Because he wanted his dreads to be pink? Yeah. Because, oh, yeah, I'm just... uh, No, that's not a part of the way we do breast cancer awareness. What does that have to... 
the NFL is looks out for the NFL. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's not like a, well, we're doing this because it's wrong. There, it's like, oh, we're doing this because our public image is not good. Mm-hmm. So if we have a colors of the rainbow scenario, at least on our GMs and, uh, and you know, coaches, it looks like, yo, we like we really don't care about race, creed, ethnicity, yada, yada, yada. It may look like we like we're really good. No, because as long as whenever those owner meetings happen and I go in and I'm like, oh, only one. Okay, just me. Cool. If that's still the case, what (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like the owners, the owners can like make decisions for the team that then they have to delegate like the people underneath have to follow. Yeah. So if they were if this information came out about we want more black owners of teams or let me excuse me we want more non-white owners of teams i'd be like all right i I hear you we want more non-white coaches y'all got the black coach for the cardinals and got him out there in a year when you knew that team wasn't gonna be ish Mm -hmm. you hired homeboy get he did the best what what he could do you fired him hired a rookie a younger rookie coach with Josh Rosen, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even know. Because then he went to the 49ers. Sounds accurate. The co- like, y'all did all that. Y'all got the black coach, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, he only gets one year to to change the Cardinals? Yeah. <laughs> we, huh? Freddie Kitchens, before Freddie Kitchens, how long was the coach there for the Brown? Like, the Browns be swapping coaches left and right. Listen, bro. Let me tell you something, David. Hold on. The proposal is uh, a team that hires a non-white head coach would move up six spots from their position in the third round of the NFL draft that precedes the coach's second season, according to a person with knowledge of the proposal who is not authorized to speak publicly about it. Teams that hire a non-white candidate to fill the general manager's position would move up 10 spots in the third round of the draft before that executive's second season with the team. A team would lose either advantage if it fired the new hire after a single season. A provision designed to circumvent a tanking strategy quote-unquote and discouraging firing coaches after one season as with happened to Steve Wilkes, the African-American head coach of the Cardinals team that went 3-13 and in 2018 and fired him, even though they got a number one pick, and said, let's try with the white people. Go ahead. Let me, let me tell you something. Uh, a team would also receive an extra draft pick if one of their minority assistant coaches is hired by another team as a coordinator or general manager. Go. Third time's charm. Let me tell you something real quick. David. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> I just, I'm reading it. I'm getting more and more like this is, y'all just going to try to bounce a black person from team to team? Like, all right, we got the pick. You're moving on. This is stupid. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Number one, this feels like, I don't know. It feels like they they took the concept of hiring non-white people, period. Yeah. Okay. And they were like, how can we make people want to do this? Yeah. And they found a way to make people want to do this. But now it seems ingenuine. Yep. Now it seems like I'm just going to hire you just so we can get a higher draft pick. Like, we know we're going to suck. So I'm going to hire a non-white person to come coach this team, come do whatever, just so we can get a higher draft pick in the draft and then say, you know what, we got our draft pick. You can go to some other team or you can just find your own way. Deuces. Yep. So it makes hiring non-white people seem ingenuine. Yes, minorities in the yeah. higher-up. Huh? Makes it seem genuine, or no? Seem- it makes it seem ingenuine. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yes. Hire like more minority people, you know, non-white people in the higher up positions. Yeah, it needs to happen. Yes, this is not how you go about doing this. Exactly. This feels like I'm in Madden and I'm creating a league and I'm just like you know 
making the different stipulations to be able yeah. to get certain things in the like this just seems like I'm just like playing God and then the NFL is my puppet and I'm just like doing whatever I got to do to make things yeah. go my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is stupid. I see that. I see this that. is really stupid. And for it's them to really actually stupid. and for them to actually have this be an actual like Yeah, that's if they're reviewing about it. Like to review like are you are you dumb? Like are you what, what does this say about the people who are actually in the higher-ups right now? Who, whoever thought of this, first off, I want to know your name. We got to talk, bro. We got to talk. Your name. And it might not be civil. I'm just, I'm just, I'm being honest. I'm a Christian. I love God. I might throw some hands just because I'm, this is stupid, bro. Because, yes, we have an issue in the NFL. We have 70-some percent African-American people, non-white players or yep. whatever. And then just, you know, white people leading them. That's a problem. They can't relate. There's not, you know, there's just yep. things that, that can't happen. And so, yes, we need to have more non-white people in the higher-up positions, but this is not the way to do it. I could have given you a better plan on how to do it. Yeah. Honestly. And I, I don't want... three black coaches in the NFL right now. And what's crazy, what's crazy is I don't want... I don't want black people or non-white people to be hired in the NFL just because of an advantage. I want them to be hired because they're qualified to do the yeah, job. Yeah, that's another thing. And a lot of these guys are qualified to do the job, but you don't give them a chance. You look down the road and you'll say, oh, well, he looks like me. Why don't you come over here and play and, and coach for us or be in our management position or whatever? Like, oh my, it just, it pisses that's me off, man. It ticks me off. That's, I don't want this to be um, the NFL. It's comical. Giving applications out and then giving them to black, sorry, giving them, I'm only saying black because we're both black, obviously. Yeah. I don't non-white. want non-white. Yes. I don't want this is what it feels like to me. This feels like you going into college, right? Mm -hmm. filing applications for college. The NFL is one of those colleges, but then they circle in bold print, yo, we got that minority scholarship though. Yeah. So I'm just letting you know, we know you probably you probably smart enough, but if you come with us, we this will help you out. That's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like very unearnest like yo hello i know you said did that essay but won't you check that yo i am black african uh latino mexican and Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i am one of those yeah and you'll get that you'll get that payoff you know what this sounds like this sounds white saviorish to me yeah they're Ooh, trying to play the white savior talk and it's about not it because you this know sounds green book to me <laughs> yes where the white where they come in and they're like we're gonna help you guys out because we see that you guys are struggling and we want to be able to do something to help you guys yeah. no did we ask for your help no yeah. we just said you guys got a problem don't try and fix a problem like this don't fix the problem to make you look like you weren't the ones who caused the problem in the yeah, first place. So that whenever it all goes down, Preach. you can be like, well, we tried to help. No, you didn't. You made it worse, yeah. dummy. Yeah. I'm about to start using good words <laughs> in here, bro. I got to go read my Bible, dude. That's a this good is, point. I didn't even oh think about my that gosh, dude. Like, you can be the owner and be like, yo, listen. We tried. We, we hired five non-white people this quarter. Yeah. What about like, mm, I don't it like turns that. It, it turns it into more of a stat. More yeah. of a more of something you can put on paper, yep. Than actually like putting your heart into it and like you know what I'm going to give it to this guy because he earned it, he deserves to be here, not just because of the color of his skin, yep, but because of the merit of his work. Like he did the work to be here. This is all, and it's all it's going dangerous because then you can you're almost treating these people as like currency. Yes, and we don't want to go back. That and then way. you look at Roger Goodell and be like, well, the Cardinals hired four, you know, non-white, but we got ten, that, and so we should move up more that, than them. That we don't want to go like, back what, to those. Are you are you are you stupid? <laughs> like, are you are you literally stupid? <laughs> I want to talk to anyone who had an I, who had a, a hand in this and be like, you have to be daft to actually want to go through with this. And if it goes through, listen, dude. I can't. They, and, and and did you see just now, or maybe like a couple hours ago? I can't wait to see they, the ruling of this. They extended the Rooney rule, which we already had in place, where you have to at least interview. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They extended to like you have to uh, you have you to have interview to like two, okay, instead of one. Yes, yeah, two yeah. for like something, and then one yeah, for something so you else. You have to like on whatever, yeah, whatever position. Yeah, you have to have a person of color, minority, whatever in like in yeah. the process, which is. Was like already borderline for me, Which but was I was like, like "Yikes!" I was like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> that we just went like, "Hey, one's enough." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, bro! This this organization, bro. So that was already borderline for me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, "Okay, mm, cool. Mm. Go ahead, do what you got to do. If you don't hire him, whatever. At least you hurt. At least you hurt him out." Yeah. 
This one is like, oh, you have to have, you can put this person on and then get this and then. It's like the price is right. Like, come on now. It really is like, yo, if you if you get like six non-whites, you could get like a you could win a car, a brand new can, car. You can have the number nineteen overall pick. Like, shut the fluff up, ninja. <laughs> big like, yikes, <laughs> Roger. Big yikes, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, ah, dude, this this irks we me sign to off my right core, bro. Wait, I, I gotta stop talking, course. man. I'm gonna go read my Bible after this. Signing off for Entertainment Exchange. It's your boy Wayne D. Hattrick, Wizzy Webb. That's David Johnson. We love y'all. Keep listening to us because I'm not, I promise I'm not as heated all the time as I am right now. I promise. Okay. But until next time, love God, love people, and we out of here.